Wagwan, Mr. Maps. Hello, good morning, good evening, uh, good afternoon. It is I. It is us. <laughs> that is so traumatic, dog. That's quite traumatic. Could I just say Sunday night, guys, and do the thing? Nah, nah, nah. You have to come in with a bit of flavor, you know, with a, with a bit of Norox, you know? Getting other, spice. other podcasts, you know, Abala, Abala Norox, Abana flavor, you know? So mm. now we have it. It's right here. That's why they like us. That's why they come back. You know, it's what we do. It's what we do. Um, but yeah, guys, welcome back. It is another episode of Six Foot Weights, your favorite hour with your favorite cheese boys. My name is Tabo, and I am Senna. And uh, yeah, we are your hosts. We are two um, chocolate men <laughs> <laughs> that have a podcast. Um, I don't know where that was going, to be honest. I really don't know where that was going. But anyway, <laughs> are you alive? I'm alive and blood clot kicking my youth. Week was good? No, nah, it was easy. It was easy. Well, on to another one. It's short for me, actually. Because um, it was a bank holiday in the UK. Um, yeah. When was it? Yesterday? Oh, Monday. Beginning Question. of this week. Yeah, yeah, it was Monday, but like, um, it was this thing, yeah, bank holiday, bank holiday. So I've got British friends, well, oh, bank holiday, holiday, bank holiday. And I'm like, okay, so what? Is this the day that's longer a bank? What's going on? I don't know. I still don't understand. I have no idea. All I know is I work for a UK company, and when it's a holiday for them, I think it's basically like their public holidays, to be honest. So, like, Oh, I call it a bank whatever. holiday. I'm sure there's something there. Because I think banks are closed. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I have I, no idea. Let me actually sense. check it out. Because I thought, I used to think that is because you, I don't know. Yeah, because you <laughs> bank on that day? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think, I always thought it's because banks are closed. So it's a bank holiday. And banks are closed, so everyone else is off. I think that was my understanding. Well, Let's see what Google says. But well, it's, uh, it's just listing the public holidays. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's just a so public like, holiday. New Year's Day, Good Friday, Easter, you know. And then it says early May bank holiday, spring bank holiday. What the hell? Let's see here. A bank holiday is a national public holiday in the United Kingdom and the Crown Dependencies. Uh, the term res- refers to all public holidays in the United Kingdom, um, be they set out in a statute declared by the Royal Proclamation or held by a convention uh, under the law. So, yeah, it's bank holiday. So, what's the actual holiday? Uh, the actual holiday, I think, on Monday was what was it? Was it Workers' Day or something? I don't know. No. 31 May It was Hold on A Union Day Republic Oh, I don't know what that is Yo, man, people are weird in the UK All I know is I had a day off <laughs> That's that's the important part That's yeah. the important part Yeah Okay, fair enough Um. Alright yeah, I, I had I had a I had a day off as well. I had Sunday off, 
so it's going to be a short week for me uh so yeah no it was, it was a good um hung out with the boys life was life was all right life life was all right spent some quality time with my person um and yeah can't can't complain can't complain at all but anyway uh let's move why is it called quality the, uh, time Um, because I don't know, because it's uh, quality time, you know, you're intentionally but spending time with that person, you're focusing on that person. Mm. Okay, no, I, I'm just like, I'm just curious, like, oh, let's spend quality time, like, ah, bruh, I need you are spending time every time, I yeah, but I mean, quality. okay, we can spend time together, but quality time, you know what I mean? It's 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 better than time. Because it's quality time. You, you, oh, so it's like an intentional state yes. where we're doing yeah. stuff. It's okay. meant to be better than normal, right? So, again, I don't know. I guess maybe if the norm is just kind of like you guys just kind of hang out here and there and just kind of, you know, hey, hi, bye. I don't know. But like quality time is more intentional. It's set out, right? We're going to sit down on the couch and just kind of catch up. You know, that's spending some quality time. Um, um. But yeah, yeah, uh, you know, it makes sense that you struggle with that concept as single as you are. But um, moving right along. <laughs> At home. <laughs> as a time of the day, the day, the day I jola, brah, yeah, you guys will be tired of me. Mm. I'll be back no, to my no, office. I can't, I can't wait. I, I missed the I'll Disney be, princess, I'll be back. you know? No, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm tired of the city boy. I, I really, you know. I'm really I not a city Disney boy. Princess. You are a city boy. You're ahead of the team, boy. bro. You're the what's what's Michael B. Jordan's girlfriend? You're the Lori Harvey of guys. You know, uh. like <laughs> from what angle? <sighs> nah, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Nah, I'm, I'm just like joking. I, like I always say, a right person, right time. Mm. Like a foot, I think okay. when I get into a relationship and that's too late, I'm not gonna tell you guys. I will. I'll tell the whole world. Tungisani. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right there. There's, there's, there's something that is on my mind and I, I'm forgetting it. But, uh, oh, yes, please. On the rest of this podcast, Mr. Moy, please address me as Champions League winner maps. That's a show music. Shout out to all the Chelsea fans out there. And I blame Shout Pip. Out. Honestly, Pep. Anyways, and then it's too late. Pep played but, two holding midfielders while you played one holding midfielder while you played zero holding midfielders while you. There's, there's no way. Thomas Tuchel, eleven v eleven versus Pep Gaje. But Simple. but I think I think I think he he t- losing a game doesn't mean that you must necessarily change the script. You know that mm. other team might have been better on that day. At times, you may stick with the same team and say, "Great guys, last time we lost, but let's apply ourselves better." And you might win again, right? And True. I mean, all the all three losses again. If you play that the same lineups, same exact everything, it's not the result could change given. because it's, yeah. a, it's a one zero, it's a two one. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. like it was a, you were beaten five nya. Where it's like, yo, y'all gotta change something. You know what mm. I mean? Um, those are easy. Those can easily go the other way. Um, Sterling had that chance in the beginning from that beautiful pass from Edison where if he gets behind James that's a one-on-one with the keeper yeah you know? so 
Yeah. But either way, either way, Ch- Chelsea but are I the, think, the, I the, think, the champions I mean, of Europe. I mean, City pride themselves on possession, but the first was a half an hour I watched the game, they didn't have the ball. And once they don't have the Fam, ball... Fam, we had their foot like, on their necks. And like, I uh, hear they're not winning, Shim. Because they're not a counter-attacking team either, so you're wondering where they're going to get did that thing. But uh, you guys played well, Shim. You guys played well. It wasn't even one of yeah. those where lucky to win. It was dominated in a way. Can we also uh, shout out to my leader, my GOAT, Jose Mourinho, the special one, still the most successful Manchester United manager post-Ferguson? I don't know just how that's that out significant. I just have to remind y'all sometimes, Lea Papas, people talk too much shit about Mourinho. So I, don't think, I have to I think, remind I think you. a lot of United fans... I don't think United fans hate Mourinho. I actually mm. think, for the most part, after... We've we've tried we tried Moyes we tried Van Hal like we're excited when he came we're like ah oh, you know Jose will come he'll win things and we're happy. I probably actually didn't want him to be sacked when he was sacked. I'd have rather they gave until the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also see some of the decisions that he makes that mm, it's it's not modern day. The, the game has moved and it's kind of left him behind a bit, and I feel sorry for him sometimes. I don't subscribe to that line of thinking, but okay. I, I, again, I won't. I won't challenge you on that. But I don't. I don't. I really don't subscribe to that. Um, again, our bonus episode for football is coming. We're gonna gonna go through it all uh, with with all of that. Uh, and then, yeah, housekeeping. Uh, real quick, very straightforward. The YouTube channel is officially crawling. Uh, it's going to be running soon. Uh, the last week's episode that we recorded is available on YouTube. So if you're a person that prefers to listen on YouTube, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's that option for you. Although obviously with certain clips and stuff like that, we can't add them to YouTube because obvious copyright. Um, but yeah, you'll get the whole podcast in terms of what we said. Um, you know, so if you want that and then we're going to break it down as well, some episodes will post some of the segments. So five minute, 10 minute, 20 minute parts of different episodes so you you know if there was something really really funny um and you want us to upload it feel free to dm us and then yeah we'll make a plan to upload it onto the youtube page and then you can share it with whoever you want to share it with um and yeah that's that's the uh, so subscribe to the youtube page just look up six foot weights the same way you look it up on twitter or email us uh and yeah that's that's the housekeeping Mr. Moyo, are you ready for topic number one? <clears throat> Let's go. All right. Uh, so, uh, the number two tennis player in the world, uh, Naomi Osaka, uh, made headlines, I think, yesterday, mostly yesterday, but I'm guessing this was, you know, this has been happening over a couple of days, and uh, I'll leave it to Senna to basically explain what happened. So, as you know, like, the, the French Open is, is happening right now, Tabo. So... I think she, she's, what, number two seed at the moment. So she's playing in the French Open. And she said um, interviews and press conferences and them things give her anxiety and they affect her mental health. And I think she chose after one game not to do an interview. You know how they do those post-match interviews. So she decided not to do the post-match interview and she was fined. About twenty five thousand US dollars, right? That was the fine mm-hmm. she got for missing the interview. 
Um, then she explained why she didn't attend or why she didn't want to take questions. She said, no, guys, look, it's my mental health. Um, generally, I think some journalists don't understand how hard it is to sit there after a game and answer certain questions. And the reason for that is simple. She feels uh, that for the most part, people ask you questions about your game. And if you're progressing in a tournament, it might bring a certain kind of doubt, which may affect your performance or affect your confidence. Because, you know, tennis is an individual sport, right? It's a confidence game a lot. Kind of like cricket in a way. And football to some extent, but a lot of team sports, you know, you can rally um, like, you know, rally with, with, with the rest of your teammates. You don't have that in, in singles games. So if your confidence is shot, it might affect your play. So she said all those things. said, although some of you guys are nice to me, some of the questions that I get knock me down and they affect my mental health. Um, she got a lot of backlash from a lot of people. Not a lot, actually. I think a lot of people sympathize with her. But after the fine, she got a lot of backlash from Pierce Morgan. You know Pierce, right? Um... Pierce came at her very strongly, uh, kind of a few days later, and he wrote a whole article in the Daily Mail, which, I don't know, they continue to entertain his, his it's like clickbait, right? It's just yeah. weird outrage, often racially charged, if you, if, you, if you ask me about it. But anyways, Pierce then went on to say she's being a diva, she's being a, a little madam, she's being all these things. She just doesn't want to face accountability, which come one with the contract, two with professional sports. Um, they say that she can't handle criticism. She should be able to handle criticism. She should be able to face the questions and the media. The most important part is probably our contention is that without the media, sports like tennis or sports in general wouldn't make the amount of money that it does. Uh, because the game has been broadcast throughout the world, so media engagements are important in driving interest. Fans want to hear what you have to say. Um, people pay money to watch you play, so you should be obliged to listen to press questions. Um, on top of that, it is in the contract, so mm-hmm. <clears throat> they felt like, oh, it's just your, it's your obligation. Um, Pierce has also been trending the whole, I think, almost two days now for being a racist, for being a bigot, for all these things, and sensitive <laughs> about mental health. And yeah, Mr. Maps, that's the long and short of it. Uh, what are your two cents regarding the whole thing? Um, I think, to be honest, uh, again, I'm, I'm, I'm 100, generally speaking, not generally, but f- fact, I'm 100% with Naomi on this one, right? Um, and, and, and the reason... Is, is again it's pretty obvious um mental health is is very very big and it's something that you know if you're not feeling up to it and if you need to take time i am the first person um that will always endorse if you need a, a time out take the time out fam if you're like hey hey listen i feel like i'm i'm cracking take the time out you know um, um prioritize yourself um, there's always that joke, you know, men will always pick themselves and yeah, be it like a man, pick yourself, prioritize yourself um, and, and, and get yourself together. Um, so in this particular case, and again, I'm assuming this was a one off in terms of missing this particular press conference. I don't I think um, the, the tournament organizers, whatever their, their version of the NBA or FIFA or whoever would be, 
um, they dropped the ball because, you know, this is an opportunity to be like, you know, we support our, our, our locals and it's not just about, because now it just looks like the rules are more important than the actual human beings. Yeah. And it's different in team sports because like, yeah, it's a whole team of owns, right? Whereas in, in individual sports, it's literally just her. And this could have mm. been an opportunity for them to be like, hey, listen, um, it's not like she's a serial offender. It's not like, you know, she just, she, she said with the going forward, Angsafun, right? Yeah. Going forward, I don't want to do this anymore. It's just, hey, it happened. She decided not to have that press conference and answer questions. And, you know, I, I would, I don't know, maybe she hasn't disclosed that she does have um, bouts with depression from time to time yeah. with the body. Maybe even if they didn't, I think, again, you should be sensitive enough and but that's not for her to disclose i to, think in any event i mean either either way yeah so i'm saying either way so even if she hadn't disclosed it um you should investigate the matter and be like how uh, you missed your press conference what's going on no listen this is the situation ah, ah okay okay cool listen um we understand and you know we are completely with you but going forward please try to make sure that this this and this or unfortunately we're going to have to still find you but we completely understand and we're going to put out a statement I, you know what i mean like it, it, it could have been a lot smoother to communicate that to everyone i, I understand with the yes the media is there and they promote the sport and you know we love to hear from our athletes we love that right we mm. want that interaction but still there were i don't think there was any tennis fans who were really out there like oh my god how dare you not speak because at the mm. end of the day, you know, we're there to watch you play. Not necessarily. The speaking part is great, you know. But, mm. you know, like, it's not like she put down the rack and said, oh, today I'm not playing. I'm not feeling it. It was a press conference. So, I don't know. I think they had enough information to go on. and they, Or they could have gotten enough information from Naomi and Naomi's team. Um, this was really unnecessary. And it just makes them look like, you know. We're just about the rules. We're know? just about and the rules. We don't care about your mental health. We don't care about how exactly. you feel. Um, I always give, and, and obviously I don't watch a lot of tennis, right? I, I'm not sure if you do, but I don't. And um, for the Serena, little, you know, I, I watch I the big, I watch the big match. Like I always skip the tournaments and just watch the finals. It's like, I won't watch the whole tournament and then I'll be like, oh, it's Nadal versus Federer in the final. Then I'll watch that. Or you know what's funny? Something big. I, yeah. I, I actually I enjoy women's tennis more than uh, men's tennis. Men's tennis to me is just kind of it's not as exciting. I don't know why. It's just it's not as you know like I just kind of get bored. You know, but I don't, I don't know what it is with like yeah no but but like with women's tennis I feel like they go harder. You know, like they express a lot of emotions. Maybe that's game. it. It just it's 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 just for me it's more exciting i'm more like oh like this this means a lot to you type of thing um versus with the guys where it's just kind of i don't know maybe they just have cool personalities at the top federer i watched one or two matches but like literally my whole life this is not even like a year um but i you know religiously when there is tennis in a big match i will try to watch you know one or two games a year of certain matches but i'm very very far from being a tennis fan Mm. But but so so back to what my, what I actually wanted to say is, um, I don't watch a lot of tennis. But then I've I've seen some of the post match interviews. And I've seen the questions. Mm. Did you just lost the match at times? Right, you're still emotional. You're still a bit weird about it. You're still trying to figure out how you lost it. 
people yeah. stick a question in you. So do you think you're in a bit of a decline now that, you know, post your 30s? I've, I've seen people ask Serena about, also, oh, do you think that, you know, having a baby has affected your performances? <laughs> I'm like, yo, dog. That's, that's hella personal. It's hella personal, yeah. But it extends beyond tennis. Like, football to me, and that's where, like I said, or I'll lean most towards because that's what I watch the most, right? Football, yeah. I remember when David Moyes took charge of United. That whole United season, I think he aged five years and ten months during his reign as United <laughs> manager. I'm not like, like, you know, there was a time when with Moyes it was hope. Then I was, yeah, Moyes in. And then it was, yo, this guy is putting us through the most. Hopefully he gets back. Then it's like, ah, you know what? Fuck it, Moyes out. Then I remember I got on yeah. the Moyes out bandwagon. And then there was one press conference after a game where they asked him if he fears for his job. And I remember I felt sorry for him. I was like, yo, guys, he's clearly trying. You can see the stress. And then the cameras were like, you know, like whenever someone loses it all traffic, they'll just zoom in on the manager's face. And I'm just there like, ish, okay. And then afterwards, he has to face the press. So David... Hard luck, what do you think you could have done? Yeah, so do you fear for your job? You know, do you, you know, you hear the supporters aren't happy. What do you think you're going to do now? I'm like, the guy just lost. It's, he's probably in a very low moment, but now to force him to talk to the press and explain, he hasn't even had a chance to sit down and think about the game. It's like immediately afterwards, mic in your face. It's hard for any human being. And I think that puts a lot of pressure on on your mental health um, I'm no mental health expert but I can imagine the stress and then Naomi Osaka also says ah guys I mean, I, I'm an introvert by nature I'm just good yeah. at tennis but I'm not much of a great speaker and all those things I just happen to be you know I'm good at what I do and I got to where I am because of my talent those who know yeah. me know I'm not outspoken and, and, and you can see that literally just by by looking at her persona and her demeanor that she's not one of those confidently yeah. outspoken people so yeah i think sports in general and sports media or all types of media then kind of need to just reassess okay can we be kinder towards these people and i know there's always everyone wants a headline but yeah mental health issues are serious and i think we need to be a bit more compassionate i agree um, I, I I definitely agree. I know, you know, like, again, people get a lot of abuse. Um, you know, there's this campaign that's going on online with the, you know, what was, wasn't Rash, Rashford facing racial abuse yeah, last week straight when, the when you guys lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, in, in, you know, we as fans have this entitlement where, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you sort of treat because you know professional athletes are paid so much money you treat them like animals at the zoo you know yeah where i've paid for my zoo ticket i'm going to come and you know stick out my tongue at the lion or whatever what you know i want to touch a monkey you mm-hmm. know those type of things um because i've paid for the right of admission but then in my mind i'm thinking would you right I'm here to do whatever the hell I want because I'm the most important person there. Exactly. Um, and because, you know, you're paid millions of dollars, 
you need to shut up and take it. So I don't care that you, you know, have depression or whatever the case might be. Um, you need to show up for these press conferences because I demand that of you, you know, um, or, or what, whatever the case might be. And <clears throat> I'll give you an example from basketball. There's a player who plays for the Clippers, uh, Paul George. And mm-hmm. he, <laughs> so during the regular season, he gave him, him, himself a nickname, Playoff P. Right? He's like, hey, watch out. Playoff P is coming. And then the playoffs came and he played horribly. Right? So people were clowning him. Hey, you're calling yourself Playoff P and you're, you're actually horrible. So then next, uh, last season rather, um, obviously we're in the middle of a pandemic. Right? Basketball season stopped. Then it started up again. And then we went to the NBA playoffs. And Paul George had a horrible playoffs in certain games where he just shot terribly played terribly like you know he took a one three-pointer and he hit the side of the backboard type of terrible you know oh, that and kind of game every time yeah but then he had multiple games like that so so every time paul george had a bad game the internet was calling him instead of playoff p they were calling him pandemic p so mm. It was like if you go on Twitter, and again, I am a Lakers fan, so obviously I was there retweeting the shit out of these posts. Um, but yeah, these things, and and then, so he came out and talking about because the, the the NBA playoffs were in a bubble. They were they were at the Disney Resort, and no one was let in or let out. It was very very strict last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so he was talking about his experience in the bubble, and he was like, "Listen, I was depressed. You know, I had bouts of uh, depression. Or you know, it was I had to see a therapist. Yeah, what what what? You know." So imagine going through that, right? Um, you're away from your family. You know, people are expecting you to be a star player because you're being paid, you know, star player money and it's not coming together and you're literally around a bunch of men, essentially, right? Uh, who are going to clown you and all this other stuff. And then you go onto social media and all of your notifications are how shit you are at basketball. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 a lot. Like... If you just think about it as an average person, imagine, bro, coming home to thousands of mentions in mm. your Twitter. And obviously, yes, you might be like, yeah, mute all my notifications, but you are going to, we're human beings, you know, we're just going to lose. And it hurts. Like, I couldn't be a celebrity, bro. Like, I, no, I, I, I can't. The, I don't think you know, I have I, the skin. I'd catch you. Frank, you must have a thick skin. <laughs> yeah. Let bygones I, I be bygones. And I'm very good mm-hmm. at like ignoring certain stuff. I mean, like, ah, okay, look, channel, like, or whatever it is. Yeah. And I'll be like, ah, I don't need to respond to certain things. What I was saying is, Katis, I'm like, I remember some, some, there's someone who replied something weird on, on our account. I think on that day, I was just like, what the? <laughs> I think I sent some, <laughs> I sent a very side response, right? One of those mm. um, silly quoted replies. And I mean, I just ignore, like, for, for the most part, I'll just ignore. Yeah, for the most part, we'll like ignore it. You know. But only at some point, just like, this is actually stupid. Uh-uh. Yeah. And, yeah. and you may it, be it, baited it, into a response. Yeah. And, and, and now imagine that times, you know, 10,000, mm. you know, or times 1 million. And everybody's ha- everybody has their name in, 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 in your name in their mouths, you know? Like, again, I'm a proud guy. You're a proud guy. You know, you're proud of, 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 of you and your name, right? And your family. And then there's some guy on Twitter who's saying, Guti, hey, Senamisomoyo ain't shit. Hey, Senamisomoyo, second-rate lawyer. What, what, what? Really, this one couldn't even, you know, 
depose a case if his life depended on it, whatever. Like all this other shit, and people are having a laugh. Like yo, mm. <laughs> that's that's a lot. That's a lot to cope with um, uh, mentally, and then now you're expected to come up big in these games. You know, all because people are paying you, or the, the certain organization is paying you millions of dollars. Oh, you're but still millions human, of dollars don't mean shit if it's if it's about your mental health. You know, um, so anyway, I think it's it's an important thing to talk about in terms of just you know, even though these are athletes that are yeah. very very wealthy, at the end of the day, fam, it doesn't matter. You know, mental health is mental health. It doesn't pick yeah. he can take it. Um, and you know the media also when they report on these things sometimes you can yeah. tell there's an agenda bro. <laughs> with that we can kind of slide into the next topic uh, and yeah well, this is, I guess this would be the rundown um, and we're going to kind of run through a couple different topics um, just you know obviously not going to spend too as much time as we would on a normal topic and uh yeah the first one is about um senate you know making a very interesting statement uh which personally i don't agree with so i, I i'm really curious where but according to 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 Senna, he or rather his question is how come uh boys schools all boys schools have never had race scandals but they always happen with all girls schools i wouldn't say i think that that's a very kind of very simple way of putting it but well, when you, what you wrote down well when you when you think about no, no, no when you when you think about it i actually came across there's a school in in in, in joburg i think somewhere in sa mm-hmm. which is currently having a race scandal where the students are like ah no we're upset about this we're not being treated fairly we're not being treated equally um, there's an issue of hair policing. There's an issue of teachers being condescending towards black. Uh, the way mm. they talk to us, the way they deal with us from a disciplinary point of view, it's blah, blah, blah. You know, the usual private school being accused of racism chat, right? And then yeah. someone in the comments or in the quoted tweets was like, well, isn't it fascinating, just as a side note, that it's mostly girls' schools that are going through this. But boys' schools, you hardly hear. And I was like, "Hey, actually, that's it's it's not it's not inaccurate. It's true." And then I I, I, I think I kind okay, of got if you're thinking in terms of comparison. Then I think okay, maybe. But anyway, continue. But I, I think I think in terms of comparison, girls' schools and maybe co-ed schools as well will always you always see a lot of the black girls say, "Look." There's a problem in the school. There's a race issue in the school. Can it be addressed? Mm-hmm. Then there's a protest. Whereas I think with a lot of boys' schools, it's just not really. And then I see a lot of girls were writing about why they think that's the case. I have my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of girls were saying, no, it's because boys assimilate to whiteness. They're pick I was like, mm, that's a bit harsh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's a bit harsh. I don't think it's like that. And I mm. thought about it some more. And I, I think I zoned it down to two or three main issues, right? Okay. I think the first one is boys' schools instill a lot of tradition and brotherhood, which mm. 
goes, I think, beyond race. And for a teenager at the time, or for a teenage boy at the time, those are values that appeal to you. That sense of brotherhood and community and whatever. I can agree to that. And I think that can make us kind of paste over a lot of bullshit, a lot of racist stuff, because, ah, oh, we're brothers. Hey, hey, hey. Um, and, and I think a lot of it is covered up as tradition. Don't talk vernac at school. Ah, but I shut up, tradition. Cut your hair in this particular way. Ah, school tradition. Um, do this, do that. Don't date girls from where. Do this and this in a particular way. It's tradition, right? Even though some of it, not all of it, some of those rules are very colonial and they're... What, what, what tradition is, is... I'm just trying to think about what you just said. Don't what speak... You, well, it wasn't a... Well, maybe there wasn't tradition. But it's like... Don't speak vernac at school. This is whatever, whatever. Yes, right? that's not a tradition, though. It may not be a tradition, but it may be something that we can... Ah, okay, cool. You know, it's what we do here. And we move on. I... Nah, because we had a rule when Thompson came out and he was like, Oh, stop speaking vernac, you know, and and that... No, no, but know, not... At least not, the people not, that I was around yeah. didn't take that seriously. But They're not, like, nah, not but, specifically the rule, right? But the general attitude towards following school principles, it would make it would make it would make disagreeing with stuff like that difficult, because the overarching sort of principles are we just follow school tradition and what the school says, and and and. But also, we got beaten up. That's another thing. Yeah, that's the other thing, right? So, boys' schools. <laughs> I was coming to that. Witty, with when it comes to micro things. This is the second point. Uh, guys, we were kind of just meant to deal with it. Mm. Um, from when you grow up as a young man, you're told, and now yeah. you're going to be upset because of what someone, the way, the tone in which someone spoke to you or the tone in which a white teacher spoke to you. Um, you know, there's a certain teacher at CBC who were all shit scared of. And, you know, you think about it now, you're like, oh, you know, that, that person may be a... Eh. She may have been a bit, you know. Who but? I am not going to say her name. She's listening. It was a her? Yeah, yeah. well, there was a her. What did, what, what did she teach? Maths. Oh, did she move to another school? I don't know. Maybe she's still at, at CBC. I don't know. But. Wait, maths? I only know one maths teacher that was white. No, no, no. There was another one. Oh. So it's not who I'm thinking of then. Because she moved whilst I was still there. No, no, no. No, no, no. That one stayed. That one stayed. But, oh. but, but you know, now if she speaks to you in a particular way, right? Mm. Saying, hey, listen, chief, I don't like the way Mang Mang spoke to me. I think her tone towards black students is not correct. I think there's a bit of, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you think he'd be compassionate Towards you like that. Uh, no, no, be a man. And those are the things that were were taught, right? These little micro and don't do any little things. Ah, I don't like the way mama. I don't like the way whatever said to me. No, you. I think we deal with it at boys' schools, and then the discipline issue also comes in. You're out of line. You stray for a little bit. Sebek chai. That's simple. Yeah. Now just picture. M- M- Mumba, 
<laughs> oh, but be like, fun. You don't, you don't like the way that she's speaking to you. What kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, honestly. And, and, and I think, yeah, you pretty much, you covered most of the things where, yeah, it would make sense, even though not, they're not the right reasons, right? But it does make sense why they would be, if you're comparing, you know, girls' school to boys' school. Boys schools. There is a lot less of that racial drama because the boys are systematically being you know, lulled into certain things through either through toxic masculinity, yeah. uh, being a man, you know, whatever it is, where it's like you sweep a lot under the rug, right? And then you, you see that. Um, for me, I saw that in the way I interacted with, with women, right? Where it's like, oh, when you go from an all-boys school to a co-ed school, like when an all-boys school, you had to be tough all the time. Yeah, how was that? Anybody That's something come. I never... Well, because we come from a co-ed primary school and then we go to a co-ed, then we go to an all-boys high school. There's guys I know who learned with boys um, all their lives. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hope Roy is listening to this because he was, I think, at Milton. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Chomla, what about twins? Roy and Chavinda... And all the guys were at Milton, literally from grade one to upper six. <laughs> and then you go to CBC from form one to upper six. Ah! But how was that transition from an all boys school to a co-ed high school? I think it's for for me, obviously, from primary school being in co-ed and in in in, in a very closed off co-ed, I was soft, right? I'll just speak for myself. I was soft. I thought I was very naive about life and you know the standard of life and how things just come so easy in life yeah western was a bubble a huge bubble it was very very like oh okay so in my mind it's essentially you know it, it instills that trust fund baby mentality in you especially if you're there from like either from grade one to grade three onwards if you're there, if you were the ones who were there from way back, like the ones I know, the guys that I started with from grade three, you know, it, it's like it's a weird bubble that's just kind of like wow, impilim nandi all the time. Like we don't have to do shit, and you know, shit gets done type of thing. Then you rock up to CBC and all on all boys school, and it's now a oh shit, you know, like it's different. Like there's people. I knew there were other schools, right? In, 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 in Bulawayo, in Zim. But it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> there they really are other schools and kids who went and had very different experiences. And there's there's that kind of, like, mentality of, like, oh, okay, why some kids had a certain mentality, right? And now you're meeting a bunch of other boys who have very, very different mentalities, who are, you know, much more street smart, for example, right? And And, you know, like, again, I'll say this all the time, Man's got made fun of for because I didn't take public transportation. Yeah, that was the joke. Like, hey, your your dad picks you up every day from from school. Like, yeah. that was the joke. I remember I had <laughs> you know I also had that formal for a bit. <laughs> like that's so wild. Like it's like yo, I really wish I was taking public transport. That that is a wild how the shit swung that way. Yeah, but, I, like, I remember the one time. Why, uh, I don't know mm. what had happened. It was I don't know about the time. My mom couldn't pick me up and my dad wasn't around at the time. He was working in SA and then I had to take Umchop. So go to the bus stop 
the first thing <laughs> you know when you cuz cuz usually if a bus stop like within the school there's there's regulars yeah. right within a certain time mm. eventually you kind of know ngale hambalong ukuthi oh okay sijwayelene these are things they must have been form one or form two sometime there about um and then i was taking umchovang sia because you had to take from ekotini to town and then from town to penside mm. um i get there sena ngwelo ah 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 <laughs> and immediately That's you feel fam. you feel this awkward sort of vibe with yeah yeah no chance yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're not, yeah, you're, not yeah, yeah, yeah. you're trying to hide your yeah. privilege so to say yeah, but yeah and then you have that formal because what 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 going home with your parents does he doesn't come with the freedom to spend another hour in town just walking around mm. do whatever you want do whatever you want before you go home no when you get picked up see a girl yeah yeah when you get picked up it's home homework yeah Steep, repeat, five days yeah. of the week. Route one, mm-hmm. and there's no power. There's no electricity at all. Yeah, so there was there was always that FOMO, shall I say? Which is weird. I think it's a weird thing to say. It, in terms of obviously that that high school experience, it, it, again, it was a lot of things where for me personally, I had to develop relatively quickly a thick skin. Where you know you have to understand people are going to come for you for whatever it is right and that's just kind of and that was the toxicity where you know it's either you get made fun of or you make fun of people you know or you show people that listen i'm not the one you know what i mean like you had there were people in school where you just knew this is not the nigga to fuck with <laughs> that, they, it was just a known thing they didn't need to flex they didn't need to they were just certain people the colored boys you know, It, it, yeah no there were some people that you just knew like one one example i don't know what what remember monji monji moy i don't know what yes. he did no i but like there was there, people there was someone who thought he could come for i remember the story where in and in and, and monji showed him uguti i'm not that nigger like <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and it's such a guy it's such a was it a white guy did. i i don't even know well, i remember a separate story like, where um Shemmel. What he smacked someone, bro. Uh, okay, and I, people were shook. I remember. I remember the day he smacked Keith. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, sorry, to, sorry to say this on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Mrora. If you hear this, is late. But anyways, um, <laughs> I think they'd been making fun of him, and there were just people that we never made fun of because you just know, yeah, okay, this guy, and you make fun of him, make fun of him, and then on this day, he made fun of him, made fun of him. Monji lost his temper, and then. I think he then tried to run away. And I think Hanani closed the door. So, now keep the stack in the class and Monty's going. You know what? Him. And We then he gave him Hanani a clap on the, on the podcast <laughs> to tell the story properly. <laughs> I'm just remembering it vaguely. And then he closed the door and then they mugged him. <laughs> <laughs> and then again that's just one incident and certain people they only just just once you, just, you, you know once once is done mm. you know I, i think personally that's why you know kisto was inspired to become a combat because it's like never <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it's and, and that's the thing right with in 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 these all boys schools all boys private schools the one thing you must develop is a thick skin and yeah. i think you then develop a thick skin towards everything even racial stuff 
because I must be a thick skin. These guys are teasing me every day. You've got acne. People are calling you all sorts of names just because your face mm. has pimples. Yeah. Right? You're struggling. And then I think yeah. you just develop a thick skin to everything. Literally anything. Let's everything. say you've got AIDS, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot that goes on where, again, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot that we just either consciously or and unconsciously yeah. swept under the rug in the name of act. And again, they need to change that CBC mantra. Veritas, it, I know yeah. it's supposed to mean it's, it's it's supposed to mean something positive, but the way that it is, or at least when we were there, and I'm pretty sure it's gotten worse now. Everything was hidden under the guise of act manfully. I think right? it's better, and now. that's so relative. You have to redefine what a man is because now all of these things. Someone was getting bullied, right? And people were saying, "Nah, act manfully. Why would you snitch?" Yeah, but remember right? that was the but first you're thing. Bully. That's the first thing the prefix told us in form one. So remember form one. I'm not sure if you were there, but the form one mm. open day, the day before school mm. starts. So you show up there in your uniforms. And as form ones, they take you to the hall, and then they just start shouting, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, ah, oh, these guys can swear. I think, I think I missed that day, but I remember you guys telling me about mm. it. Right? They're like, "Yeah, you're nothing." Then they made all the head boys stand up. They're like, "Yeah, who was a head boy in primary school?" Then they all stood up, Pablo Chavinda and Hanani and all these guys. <laughs> like, "Yeah, welcome to CBC. You're absolutely nothing now. It doesn't mean anything. Sit the fuck down." Eee! Now we're all scared. Because these are big guys, right? They are rugby guys. They, of, of course, they look big when you're in Form 1. Mm-hmm. They look huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, you're, you're now just scared. And they're like, yeah, anything that happens here, don't run and go tell your mothers. Right? Yeah. Don't go tell anyone at home. Otherwise, it's a betrayal and we'll deal with you when you come back. Mm-hmm. And that's how I ended up having dress parade and hiding the fact that I was on dress parade for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> end up being a month hiding my number ones yeah. in my bag getting to school and then changing into full into nah, full thing it's, it's a lot it's it's it's, it's proper a, a whole lot of shit and 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 again now moving into a school going from that to a school that's co-ed my first few weeks there was weird because i came off as a guy that was weird because i'm constantly hyper aggressive or I'm wanting to make fun of someone or like, you know what I mean? Like it's, and, and it's now weird because there's girls in the classroom and I remember being, it being difficult. I'm like, what, how is, there's girls in the classroom. How do I, what's the normal way to, how do I show that someone with girls there? (laughs) (laughs) Like, like how do you show that? Like if someone is trying to, you know, what what am I interpreting as like, is is this guy trying to come for me or is this guy just being nice? You know what I mean? Like these things where, It was just weird. Because at, at, at college, you can just go chiziviso and then boom, you know, the whole thing started. <laughs> exactly. But then now imagine, you know, you doing something and people now looking at, you, looking at you like you're weird. Like, bro, why are you saying that? You know, why would you make fun of him? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's like now you look like, you look stupid because mm. you're in a different community in a different um, environment. And then that's when, and luckily, I'm really glad that I ended up in a co-ed school because I was like, you know, some important retuning that needed to happen. Lee, now who went to CBC until upper six, man? You city boys. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's peak for years. <laughs> I think, I think it, was, it was important, I think, then to get to varsity as well, first year. The one thing that it, it, it unfortunately, and I don't know if I'm speaking for myself or everyone, the one thing that it unfortunately doesn't teach you 
I think a lot of guys come from all boys schools then struggle to relate to women beyond macking. Yeah. So then it becomes strange when you see a guy. Everything is now about. Yeah, if you, you know, see a girl and she's hot, she must be macked on. Yeah. Because every time yeah. you ever saw a girl, there was macking that needed to happen. Yeah. So now making proper platonic relationships might be difficult. And. Now everything must be chopped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and which is different. Girls' schools, I think, they're in co-ed schools, they're more compassion. So if there's a race issue. Is raised and it's addressed. Like, ah, teacher Mang Mang said our hair can't be this way. Yeah. And there's, I think, a bigger opportunity or, or, or more accessible platform to express mm. those things. Um, even though I think a lot of girls will then say, no, Tina, in high school, we also just kept quiet for whatever reason. But I think that kind of answers the question as to why it's more likely to happen in girls' school that issues are dealt with more than it is in boys schools i mean okay yeah yeah no no uh again i i i agree it makes it makes a lot of sense but i think yeah that was very uh, an interesting an interesting conversation and i think at us as well at us at the podcast on twitter uh at six foot ways on twitter and and let us know like you know what do you think in terms of that balance you know were there more you know like senna is saying more reported incidents of racism Especially because, again, with with women, there's that whole thing of being, you know, proper, right? And if you're proper according to white standards, then it's it's going to feel a whole lot more, you know, like obvious as a black girl, right? Because black girl hair is different from white girl hair and processes and all these other things, right? Yeah. That you do as a black girl are very, very different um, from a white girl, whereas... Again, what's the difference with, 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 with us and a white guy that we don't gel our hair? You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, the white guys couldn't have their hair too long. They still had to cut it. We had to cut our nails. Like, same, you know, so generally the grooming and stuff like that, you, you there were no complaints. Yeah. Because same shit. It was you know an equal I mean? opportunity so, so, oppressor. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, um, yeah, no, guys, let us, let us know what your opinions are. Um, and then moving on to the next thing uh we're going to touch on the water not water <laughs> food sanitation so there was an article that came out i think it was in the chronicle uh-huh. um but anyway someone forwarded it to a group so <clears throat> the authenticity of this i don't know but there is a name so tandega moyo Lovu, rather tandega moyo Lovu, uh a reporter at the chronicle uh wrote an article talking about 13 unsafe food outlets in Bulawayo. <laughs> Hectic. So, so yeah, it was, again, it's, 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 a, it's a bit of a long one, but I'm, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to skim through it in terms of some of the, you know, the things that I found to be either funny or, or interesting. Tokuna, Bulawayo City Council has listed 13 food outlets and butcheries as unsafe due to low hygiene levels. The latest City Council report shows that Fish and Chip King takeaways on 9th Avenue, Mr. Chip's takeaways along 5th Street, Eastern Delights um, takeaways on Joshua Mkabugunkomo are unsafe for members of the public. Uh, Other unsafe restaurants include Mumsy's Kitchen restaurant along 13th Avenue, Creamy Inn, Chicken Inn, and Pizza Inn all located Long Jason Moy. <laughs> oh, well, those are all because because Ilokuzanini is right by 
the ones with Jason Moyer, right? That's yeah. like the main one. Well, not like the main, the trade yeah, one, probably yeah, the big yeah. one. Yeah, it is, it is. Yeah, by, the one, by, yeah. By Pioneer House, lava. Right? Yeah, by Pioneer House. Yeah, but right one next to the Nando's. <laughs> that's, the, that's the main one. Like, that's the busiest but one the one in that town. I'm shocked, <laughs> the one that I'm shocked about is, is just up the street by Treadgold on, on Main Street. Why is the one that we're talking about? Yeah, I see the one you're talking about. The chicken in there by the corner there. That should have been on the list. I, I went to that one. I was like, mm. <laughs> no, no, no. But, it was but can, I, can I tell you why? That's classist. Because that no, one. No, 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 no. Don't even go. That one. <laughs> that one services a particular demographic. No, okay. Because it's, it's not right, about that. If it's dead, <laughs> it's right it's by dead the ranks. It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> So now, don't your, try to turn the people against me. <laughs> no, no, no. You set this up for yourself. The one in Treadgold. No, no, no. For but those who never been to Bulawayo, there's, there's three, <laughs> there's three, no, there's four chicken and creamy inns and pizza inns in town. They're all next to each other, right? There's one mm. at Hayfilis, right? Yeah. There's one mm-hmm. on Jason Moyo and I think it's 8th Avenue by Edgar's and near Pioneer House. It's 9th Avenue. 9th Avenue. The one on Ninth Avenue. Baker's in. Yeah, there's one at Ninth Avenue, further down that mm-hmm. side, and then yep. there's another one at Treadgold. Now the one at Treadgold is just before you reach like the taxi rank, and there's usually also Pateleni there, people, postories, and other people who trade money and change money. It's just yeah. busy, right? It's just it's pity pity. Therefore, it's dirty because it's busy. Now you said you're surprised that one's not on the list. What if they? What if, what if they're ensuring that they're sanitizing, they're doing everything right, they're maintaining proper standards? <laughs> Just well, clearly they are. But again, I'm pretty sure there's lots of people that will back me up and be like, "Nah, nah, that one is kind of suspect, guys. Come on, it's kind of suspect." Just um, because it's close <clears> to the taxi racks. I didn't know you made that assumption because it you, is. That's where it's located. No. Yeah, so what? So, so why what? can't it be like, clean? <laughs> no, you you don't make don't make assumptions with just because it's by the taxi rank. That's why I'm saying it. If it was dirty, it was dirty. All right, it's just so that it it happens to be, mm. you know, like <laughs> yeah, don't, don't assume, don't assume, don't assume. Anyway, going on with with our report here mm. uh, from the uh, reputable Tandega. I'm upset that Mr. Uh, Chips is there. The one on five. Yeah, and I don't know all the Mr. Chips. I, I'm, I, another one that I'm shocked isn't here. Sunflower. Sunflower is dirty as fuck, bro. Yeah, no, Sunflower. Royal Sunflower is dirty. But those chips slap. <laughs> yeah, the chips slap. The chips slap, but, you know, it's dirty. Um, so let me see here. Talk on a... Okay, so this is affected butcheries. So we can skip that. Um, let me see. Um, the city council said that the premises put the members of public uh, at risk of foodborne diseases and the standards are unsatisfactory. They were given a grade of C, which means they are at public risk. According to the World uh, Health Organization, foodborne diseases are are caused by contamination of food and occur at any stage of the food production. Uh, Trying to see here if there's anything interesting. Ah, crap, I thought I saw something. uh okay cool i guess yeah anyway that's that's pretty much it so um my question to you you know uh would be what is your favorite 
questionable uh, food joint. Like, in, hygiene is questionable. Where you wouldn't want to see where the food is prepared, but you know that food always slaps. Mm. I'm thinking. What's yours? What I think? Um, um, I'd, prob- I'd probably say sunflower. Sunflower really? is my is, is is my favorite questionable food joint. You know, like that. Um, first of all, that oil. <laughs> Anyone who's been to Royal Sunflower. <laughs> knows the cooking oil that they use they don't even replace that shit it's it's black it's just recycled. i don't know how the chips still come out golden brown i i don't get it right like it's it, i still i'm shook by that but that that cooking oil is at least it, it has to be a month old for the chips to slap you know what i mean like it's ish it's, it's just a lot going on there and 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 you know if you look at the floors the floors are barely mopped uh, but hey, the food slaps. I try not to look around because if I look around, I'll gross myself out. But I willingly stand in line at sun and at sunflower fam, and you know, get yourself some some chips, maybe a Russian or a piece of chicken, half chicken, quarter chicken, whatever. You know, although the chicken doesn't really slap like that. But yeah, yeah, but those those Russians, Russian. yo. And then you you put some salt on your chips there, put some vinegar in there, and yay. It's a lit time, man. Yeah. There was a time I was proper addicted. I would go to town for the purposes of getting like two or three bags of chips. Like, it, I can, was, it, it was wasn't proper, that deep, but I knew that whenever that I was, was in deep. town, whenever I was in town, uh, I always had the Mr. Chips on Five Street, I think, for mm. me. Um, Mr. Chips used to be trash to me compared to Sunflower. I just I didn't think the chips were that good. No, I like them. Oh, I love them. I love them. The the chips and the Russian combo, where you buy the chips for a dollar, the Russian for a dollar, two dollars, Pumetown Usuti, bruh. <laughs> so there was a time when my mom started this movement uh, where mm. she said, on Fridays we won't eat meat because uh, fasting, Catholic things, and but it was a rule for a while. You said, okay, guys, um, we'll only eat meat four days of the week. Friday, I mean, midweek, sorry. Fridays is no meat day. So either mm-hmm. chebanga masi or beans or spinach or pita, but there's no meat on the menu. I didn't like that rule. No one in my house liked that rule. But anyways, we followed it. I hope she's not listening to this. Otherwise, I'll be in so much shit. Um, <clears throat> and then at Lula Town... Because Fridays, I think after Form 2, I could, mm. some Fridays, just catch a, a, a MJJ and go home. So, at Luna by 5th Street, Tenga Chips and uh, Russian, and then make my way to Kodini. By the time I get home, ah, it's been good. It's been nice. Mm. So that place had questionable hygiene, there's a Chisanyama close to, because I'm about to say it, but it was close to a local Third Avenue rank. Where I didn't ask Kutinyama Lei Pumenga. Just eat. Ask too many questions. So yeah. Enjoy yourself. Those two places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Nah, uh, guys, add us and let us know. 
what are your uh, <clears throat> favorite dodgy eateries all around the world? You know, obviously we probably won't know it. So either post a picture or describe, you know, what the scenes look like. Um, and yeah, I had a, I, there was a spot in the states that I used to get Chinese food at. Not sure if I if I if what was being served as orange chicken was really orange chicken <laughs> or sesame chicken. But hey, man, that donkey meat slapped. <laughs> That's all I'm just trying to say. That <laughs> shit slapped on a regular basis. Because, hey, you, and Chinese places are notoriously cheap. And you know what? I didn't understand. It was so cheap, right? Student budget. Hella yeah. cheap. And they give you so much food, bro. Yeah. Like, big qualise, bro. There was, a, like, there was a Chinese joint at Fitz where wow. you ask yourself, how are these guys making a profit with these prices? Yo, with the quantity that they give. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was suited, bro. I know, proper. Proper, proper, proper. I, hey, being broken in, in, in the States is, is, is all right, man. It's, it's you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, um, let me see. I'm trying to pick what the last one should be. Uh, do you want to. Oh, actually, no, let's make it, we'll do both, but we'll make it, this one will be really, really quick. I want to get your opinion on it. Talking to my friend over the weekend, uh, and we were talking about how, so you know, you know, how when you're in a relationship, like, just, just imagine. Um, (laughs) uh, But anyway, so, so, so if, 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 if for anyone, if you're in a relationship, um, Basically, you know how like you, you and your 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 partner will get into fights, right? Yeah. Over like petty things and whatever the whatever the case is. Um, <clears throat> when when there's that period where you know if you want to, you basically have to kiss her ass like after a fight because obviously women win all the fights and you know yeah. you are wrong one way or the other and then now you're the one stuck having to apologize, kiss her ass, and bring her over. Yep. Right. Um, and you know that's just petty and whatever and it's like yo so i'm off in terms of my general view of relationships i really do view it as a 50 50 type of thing you know every we must both be accountable for our own bullshit you see what i mean yeah like listen if i'm the one who's messed up i should be accountable i should apologize and you know if I need to kiss your ass, I kiss your ass. But then if she's wrong, she should apologize. She should come and she should kiss my ass as well, right? I That's how I kind of look yeah, at it. Good that's luck how with things that. should be done. <laughs> Bruh. Hey. But anyway, that's this is in my ideal society. That's what it would be. So what my boy then said, he was like, you need to move away from that mentality because as men, we are leaders in our relationship. Um, and And you so he basically gave this example i don't know how accurate it is or whatever but this was his his example he was like if you are the ceo of a company center right and things go to shit who are they looking at they're looking at you yeah right you are the one who needs to sort things out you are the leader of the company therefore you need to do whatever it needs you whatever it needs to be done in order for the company to you know get back on its feet and be profitable again and be in good books um, yeah, they're not looking at anyone else but you um, and, and, and you need to do everything that is required to get back into the green and in that same example basically the whole you know 
nengaring her and you know oh baby do you want to watch a movie you know what i mean like that mm-hmm. stupid stuff that you have to do to kind of get them you know if she's not talking to you giving you the silent treatment whatever the case is but you have to take it because it's your responsibility to no matter what to get the ship right because you are the leader right so so that's what he his his kind of you know mentality was i hope i i, I represented his position accurately mm-hmm. but i wanted to find out from you do you subscribe to that same type of thinking or would he, it's the man who's the leader and you know regardless of how your woman may act or whatever the case might be you are the 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 person you're the the driver of the bus I ag- so you have to sort anything out <clears throat> i agree in part so mm-hmm. i agree that yes as men women also prefer it if you're the leader in the situation you suggest the date you can plan the date you can decide when we're going you take control of the situation be mm-hmm. it in or maybe in bed, be it in decision-making that you guys do on a day-to-day basis. And then she can also say, hey, no, this weekend I prefer to do this. But ultimately, you should guide where the relationship goes. Now, with fights and stuff, especially when you are not in the wrong, it should mm-hmm. not be your own responsibility to just fix it. Because the other mm-hmm. person needs to be accountable as well. That's one. Two... The one thing that will then happen is it can very easily become a precedent where that person might think, ah, okay, I don't need to apologize. We also have feelings, right? The guys aren't robots. Yeah. We're not leadership merchants that just want to lead relationships. And <laughs> we don't act like we don't get upset by certain things that Hans do or say. You know, some some things can be hurtful. Some things can make you feel emotional. They can make you upset. They can make you feel a whole lot of things which... To be honest, you'd rather not, right? Yeah. And that's where I will I will always say, in those instances, it's always best to get someone who can also hold, hold their hand up when they're wrong. Say, yo, babe, I'm sorry in Pampani seat. No, but you women shouldn't apologize or women just accept that girls don't apologize. Uh-uh. That's not life that anyone should be subjected to. If an apology is owed, yeah. it must be given. We expect that from everyone. We literally, at times, drag our parents and say, yeah, but remember, you know, all the things you put us through mm-hmm. in our childhood and you don't apologize and then we don't hold our partners to the same standard. No. They, there must be some... We're in this together. We started together. Yeah. Uh, we must drive the car together. Yes, you know, one may be the designated driver, yeah. But it just doesn't mean what you must now just fall asleep and then which yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I don't and, and, and I think that type of mentality also uh reinforces the um you know, like I think if you have that type of mentality you're basically reinforcing the fact that men and women or men and women aren't equal. And that is a slippery slope. Yeah. In terms of like if you're if you're gonna be like yeah, if you're so if you're a woman for example and you're like, yeah, really, that's how it must be. The guy must, you know, do everything. Hey, what, tin, tin, what, 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 what. He must lead, then I must follow. Like, yeah, then it's like, then you are basically, you know, at what point is it equal, right? What do you mean when you say we need to be equal? You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it's again, and I know it's not really a, a, a question about it. it must be 50-50, but it's equity, right? The mm. equity must be 50-50. Yeah. Not necessarily the, 
the 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 stuff that's done definitely so i i think you know the, that conversation I, I i do think you know there definitely has to be always um an opportunity for accountability where people need to be able to say i you know actually my bad mm. you know i hold my hand up yeah yeah no because like you said you know men are heartless like it's just it, again because we went to all boys schools we were told to keep it in <laughs> but for real for real we ain't trying to keep it in <laughs> yeah that's 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 the truth it's it's weird because then that's how women get so shocked when a guy finally expresses his emotions and feelings and the problem Mm -hmm. with that is then she'll feel bad for something that you've said now you have to apologize or at times as guys if you bottle up all your emotions then comes across as anger and frustration and you're lashing out which isn't healthy as well so no you yeah. both parties must treat each other with the same amount of empathy that they require definitely definitely um so last uh last quick one um obviously we have to revisit our favorite watch of the moment blue therapy a uh, couple of big res- re- 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 revel hey, I get rele- revelations <laughs> <laughs> revelations from episode i think it was episode six um and obviously spoiler alert if you haven't seen it but uh two two big things that i wanted to touch on firstly man uh jamal city boy had a scammed he oh actually no take that back i take that back Uh -uh. kind of sort of had a scammed um what we know as fact is jamal jamal rather was training his ex-girlfriend that's a fact and two they had a conversation for four to five hours in his car that's all we know and i do not appreciate all the women who went on twitter and said hashtag blue therapy and assumed my man was cheating i don't appreciate that but the good thing those are not the facts the good thing let's not assume the perfect thing mm. is what Dennis then asked him was, um, yo, whatever happened in that car, because he didn't say he cheated, mm-hmm. right? We're now just yeah. assuming that ah, he was mm-hmm. with his ex in his car for a long time. Things probably happened. It's just four to five hours, man. What if they were just talking? It's very possible. Exactly. Yeah. But He's talking about the past. He was then like, ah, would you be comfortable with her knowing all this information and what happened in that car? And he said, no. What is cheating, be it physical or emotional? Anything you do that you probably wouldn't, Mm -hmm. that would probably hurt your partner's feelings. Anything you do with someone else that would hurt your partner's feelings. What if he was planning how to propose to Deborah? With his ex. His ex. That would hurt her partner's Again. feelings. His partner's feelings, sorry. Oh, she's, oh, okay. So he said it would hurt her feelings. He did, he did, he did. Like, would okay. you be comfortable with her knowing the stuff? And like, no, it, it would hurt her. He doesn't know how she'll take it. The guy, the guy let us down, man. He looked like such a singwa, bro. <laughs> Come on, do better. And the thing is, we've been, we've been watching this whole thing saying his girlfriend is insecure. Yeah, she she's the crazy phone. one. <laughs> she wants to know where he is all the time, doesn't give him a break. I'm like, yo, this guy just needs to breathe. 
And then yeah. in this episode, you're like, ah, but my man, my man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, it was, uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's the frustrating thing about the whole, witty. like we were literally like, yo, bro, like this chick is doing too much. You know, she needs to like take several seats. Like, why are you following him and just popping in when he's at work or popping in when he's hanging out with this boy? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's weird. Because she knows. Doing? And then, ah, like it's, she knows what going guess she had that that gut feeling that women always have ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah until the guts are rearranged and the gut feeling hey. starts malfunctioning brah brah this in this intuition lay i but anyway we'll leave it for another day um and then obviously the, the other big thing is uh president pause on the ropes it's on the ropes hard, man. Um, I told you that man so was insecure. First, but hold on. Okay. First question is, when, when, they, when uh, Chioma talked about that she was still having sex and fucking her ex whilst her and Paul were talking and going on dates, generally speaking, is that, is that cool? There's nothing wrong with it. I can understand why he wouldn't like it. Mm. But she's, she qualified it, right? It's, it's the usual situation where you're playing with someone else and then you meet someone and then you start talking to them, right? Doesn't mean that just because I met someone at the club, now I must clean out all my fires. But what if it's vibes? I feel, I feel is again, again, there's, there's levels to it, right? So if yeah. I'm kind of sort of interested in a girl, mm-hmm. then, and I've already got another girl, then yeah, obviously I'm, I'll see kind of where this is going and I'll still keep doing what I'm doing on the side, right? Yeah. Until it's like, I, cool. I like this person, in, I must in, leave in, everything in, else. Exactly. In my mind, the way I kind of understood Paul's situation is that they was vibing, you know? That's kind of how I took it. What did they were, you know? Yeah, he was, he was, serious things. he was, pursuing her he was wooing her he was they've been talking right they've been going out mm. they were getting to know each other but she didn't know him from a bar of soap this to her he's still a stranger right he's still a stranger who's getting to know her and then eventually and then, when she was comfortable that oh actually i like this guy that's when she stopped mm. with the other person which and then question two, bad. there's nothing question wrong with two that then becomes um she then also said something which was to me i was like what the hell but she's like yeah it was one date who takes the first date seriously is that is that what we're doing because i kind of take dates seriously the first date that's you can you that's can when i'm can, i'm making your your my opinion of you yeah but you're that's not you're not making life-altering decisions based on a first date i'm not gonna ask a girl out to lunch tomorrow and immediately expect her to have stopped talking to her ex on that day yeah but then she said the date itself she didn't take it seriously that's what she said yeah and that's how dates are right like at times the first date is like oh just no, get to not. know you it is it, it might just be oh, i'm getting to know you it's, it's, I'm, and again, it is. It's getting to know you, but I think there is a level of seriousness. If I'm, especially if I'm, if I'm spending money and I'm taking you to somewhere nice, like 
I'm taking that seriously because I'm not I'm not spending money on a yapiap. Like that's that's not what we're doing. But women women don't so, know about where they classified and categorized by men. Okay, they don't but know if that. you I are don't... taking if you if if man's is taking you to twelve apostles, yeah. you can assume that okay he, maybe he, he can just me. afford it. Maybe he works okay. in maybe he works and lives in Dubai, he's bought in like that. And <laughs> he's in Cape Town for a bit, he can just afford to take you to a nice place. I, I just don't think a lot of people should make a lot of assumptions and a lot of leaps based on a first date. Nah, man. With me, assume if I'm spending money, just assume that I'm serious. That's just a, like, hey. And again, with a lot of the guys that I know, where they take girls out on dates, there's, there's, there's levels. There is levels, you know. To the ones that they're serious about, you know, there's places you take them. And to the APAPs, Everyone has it's DSTV. There's different bouquets. There's compact. There's premium. You know, there's there's there's, there's, there's different ones. There's different ones. But anyway, Mr. Moyer, uh, that is that's everything that we have for today, man. I I I. It's been a good one. Yeah, it is. It has been a good one. This is um. Ooh, let me just check. Hold on, hold on. We're coming. We're coming. Hold the phone there. Just hold the phone right there. Um, oh, actually, I'm even opening the wrong tab. No, this one, this one is the right. Right, this is episode forty-nine, fam. Oh shit! Next week so next week is 50. a big one. Next week is a big one. What are we doing for the fifty? I don't know. Half century, yo. Fifty not out. We must even give ourselves the day off for episode fifty. So Aren't episode fifty, we upload the more. <laughs> and we just relax and we chill and we just relax yeah we have two people two randoms come and do the podcast and just kind of be them so, i don't know man uh so yeah let's figure let's figure out what we're gonna do for the 50th episode uh of um six foot weights but yeah another milestone coming up man yeah 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 no but we give thanks we're moving we're moving yeah, we are going higher. Boom, 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 boom. Ah, yeah, man. Um, so yeah, you guys know the drill. Uh, subscribe to the ting, retweet the ting, like the ting, and if you don't, we are inclined to assume you are a hater, Mr. Moyer. Later, up. <laughs>